Hey, good evening. What's going on? Dr. Drill here, Making Motivation Podcast, 7.30 at night on a Wednesday. Pretty damn cold. 27 degrees, coldest yet. Pennsylvania. It was a good day. Helped a lot of people. Feel good. I'm doing this uh, intermittent fasting. No eating for basically after 8.30 tonight. I won't eat nothing until around lunchtime tomorrow. So I actually feel pretty good doing this. And it's just some extra, some reduction in caloric intake. Give myself, my uh, digestive system a little break. Eat some healthier foods and have the holidays over with. It feels good. Listen, I got a little observation. Um, A couple things touched my heart. I'll, I'll tell you... I got this uh, <clears throat> cute little uh, family that comes in to my office. Uh, mother brings in her little daughters, probably, I don't know, four, three or four. Uh, I dub her Baby Yoda because she is so stinking cute. She's probably cuter than Baby Yoda that's circulating on the internet there. Absolutely adorable, so nice. She was shy up till last visit. And they've been coming in maybe once a week. Now she's friggin' tearing the place apart, right? Big eyes, cute little girl running around. She's on the table, off the table, playing with toys, <clears throat> playing with my ukulele, strumming it out of tune. I don't care. What are you gonna do to a, a little cute little girl like that? And her mom's in the other room. <clears throat> mom's there. She just needs a break. She's got three or four children and uh, young, and she's got her hands full. You could tell she was just spent. She still had to go to the uh, grocery store. And I was just kind of playing the role of babysitter. Hey, whatever. You know, take care of these folks. Suit their needs however I can. Take the stress off, you know? It's a good thing to do. Another guy came in tonight. He was drunk. He was on the table, told me a story about uh, his neighbor. An old man had lost his wife. And uh, he had spent some time with this guy last week. They were watching the uh, Patriots game. And, of course, the Patriots lost to what was that, the Titans? And, of course, it's a, in Philadelphia, that's a, or anywhere, people just love to see Tom Brady lose because it happens so seldom. They root for him, his failure, which is kind of a fucked up thing. But you think about it, well, people are just tired of seeing this guy be king, right? So he was dethroned after a very long time of football, Super Bowl winning. I mean, this might be the first time they were out of the playoffs in a very long while. And weren't in the main game. But after 20 years, I think that Tom Brady and, and his cast of characters, they rate that. Anyway, my buddy was uh, watching the game with his uh, neighbor and wound up being there till like 3 in the morning talking and probably drinking some beers and telling some stories. And the guy's wife passed. So the man is still alive, but his wife passed. And he just feels so bad for the guy. They were at this uh, 
dinner to this afternoon, and the guy comes in hammered. And, you know, we, we talked about it. We talked about the uh, his passing of his friend's wife. And it was touching to me that he tied one on and just kind of let it all hang out a little bit because he was troubled by this even though that's probably not the healthiest thing to do. Guy doesn't do it very often. He's a very responsible gentleman, good man, family man. His wife dropped him off to get adjusted and then picked him back up. So it was great. But he was he was pretty hammered. He was snoring in the back on the magic carpet. I was like, fuck it, just let him be, let him hang out there. Meanwhile the baby Yoda's running around, cute as can be. <clears throat> Somebody else pops in with a something she was cleaning out. A friend of mine was cleaning out a, under the stairs or something and found this beautiful hand-carved uh, bowl, basket sort of thing. She brought it in, packaged it up, put a bow on it, and thought I would like it because I'm so strange. And this is something she found she didn't want to throw out. She said, Dr. O would like it, and damn if she's not correct. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool afternoon. Kind of crazy, but whatever. It was a good day. Something else happened that's interesting. It has to do with my uh, my chiropractic technique. Well, I have this thing called a thumper, right? So it's a mechanical percussive massager. Basically, has about six pods on it, and there are maybe two inches in diameter and the thing will go flick the switch and the friggin thing really give your muscles a good working over it feels great you'll say what does that do well fucking feels good that's why you're coming here right oh yeah that does feel good so it busted on me every couple years these things will die they're actually very uh, durable well this one conked out on me and it was just a matter of the cord frayed or whatever it was I tried to fix it Last night, you know, I need this thing. It's, I use it all day long. And I thought people really loved it, right? Nobody even knew that fucking thing that I didn't, that I didn't use it today. Or they if they missed it, they didn't tell me. So maybe they're not there for my gadgets and my whatever. I mean, it's part of the deal, but part of my approach. But nobody, nobody said a word. Saw so 20 patients today. Nobody said boo shit or beans. So that was interesting. Also, a friend of mine came in. We're talking about podcasts, and this is the guy I had a few beers in him. So yeah, so we got to get up, catch up to the end of our podcast. And he said, "Oh yeah, you know Joe Rogan. You know we were watching some Rogan today. Yeah, he was talking. You know, he was talking bad about chiropractors again. Joe Rogan doesn't like chiropractors. All right, Joe Rogan, fucking." He's a huge name in podcasting and in comedy and all that stuff. He's a tremendous podcast host. Anybody who is anybody who listens to, enjoys radio or interesting guests and learning things, you got to check out Joe Rogan. He's like the epicenter of podcasts. He's always got he's got some for everybody. He's, seems like he's a pretty well versed guy as well. Like he's real relatively limber intellectually gives everybody their 
their two cents, you know. So he doesn't like chiropractors. Uh, he's mentioned a few times on his podcast that uh, this, you know, that he thinks we're scumbags or that it all started hundreds of years ago with this guy who, you know, adjusted everybody, you know, called it miracles and all that stuff. And truth be told, the profession did in its infancy there were some freaking charlatans around, you know, magnetic healers and crack your back and cure your everything that ails you sort of thing. Outrageous claims. Not unlike most of medicine, okay? Remember, we're poking holes in people's heads and a process called tree finding and leeches, and, and now we find that there are certain conditions where leeches are appropriate. <laughs> you know, so... We think we know. We stand atop our mountain of technology and science and all that stuff, and we think we got it all figured out. But you know, something as simple as the manipulation and the stretch and the traction and all the the way that I I do it, the way that I feel is the best way to render chiropractic care. Spinal manipulation. Listen, the joints are a mechanical system. The muscles pull on the joints, the bones for mechanical advantage. Um, joints, like any mechanical uh, apparatus, they they wear out, they become stressed, they become imbalanced, and I'm like a body mechanic. That's it. You know, make people feel good, make people laugh, play the fucking ukulele. It doesn't need to be, you know, I crack your, you know, adjust your neck and you can see again. <clears throat> hey, come by, I'll try it. I've seen some pretty incredible things, but... Just wanted to mention that there. I think uh, Joe's probably had some orthopedic issues over the years with his jujitsu and you know fitness and all that stuff, and his back and his neck have taken a beating, and he's had some different types of therapy, and he must have gotten fucked over by some chiropractor or something. California, which is where he lives, there's a uh, where he has lived for the past several decades or a couple decades at least. It's the epicenter of characters, you know. So a lot of shitbird chiropractors out there. And in your community. That's why if you're ever looking for a chiropractor, either come to me or um, otherwise ask around the water cooler or ask your friends, hey, who would you go see? Oh, I love seeing Dr. Such-and-Such. That's the best way to do it. You want somebody honest. You want somebody thorough. You want somebody who really cares. And in any industry, good luck. Chiropractic is the same thing. You should just come to me. Cut through the bullshit. Lose these zeros and get with a chiropractic hero. <clears throat> um, so that was my day. Some interesting things. Also, talking to some friends. Hey, we got these current events. I know that I, I made mention of it. I try to keep mums the word in terms of politics and religion, but... Obviously, the, this Iran uh, crisis in Iran with bombs dropping every which way, it's gotten everybody's attention, right? All over the news, I've been freaking on all the big new, news networks searching for updated content as fast as they could give it to me just because I'm concerned, you know? As a former Marine, as a patriot... Um, you know, I, I love our country. I want the best for it. I don't want our 
men and women in uniform exposed in trouble over there or purposed, ill-purposed, you know? Uh, put the task which, they, which they'll do. I mean, you tell them to do something, they're going to fucking do it. It's a big responsibility. And I think that our leaders have not earned that 911 call. Like, they, some of them, and uh, uh, Trump is who I'm talking about currently, they don't rate. They don't deserve to be able to pick up that red phone and say, hey, send in the fucking Marine Corps. Send in such and such. But they, they do because that's their post and their commander-in-chief. But, you know, he's got a big fucking mouth. You know, if we went out to the pub or something like that, get a bite to eat, have a few beers, he'd be the guy who's fucking brash and, you know, hitting on all the waitresses and run his mouth and probably get beat up at the end of the night or I'd have to step in and <clears throat> save his ass. He's just that guy. He's got a big fucking mouth. He shouldn't have said that he, he would target cultural centers and all that shit. Cultural sites, however he phrased it. You know, we have to separate ourselves from the beast. We have to do what is right. And sometimes... I was going to say sometimes it's not so clear. No, it's fucking clear. You know, if you're wondering who's going to do the right thing, if you're wondering who's going to take charge and win the day and take action decisively, it's you. I'm not talking, it doesn't have to be some sort of military crisis or something like that. Just in your everyday life. If you're wondering who's going to do the right thing, who's going to report that accident or... You know, stop and, and help somebody that's broken down on the side of the road or, <clears throat> you know, pour a drunk patient a cup of coffee so that they can sit in the waiting room and fucking hang out, sober up before they go back at them into society. Listen to somebody. You know, it's you. That's who's going to do these things. That's who's going to do the right thing and make the, the right decisions come crunch time. And maybe I shouldn't do this, but I hold our leaders to a higher standard. Because there's a lot of skin that they should perceive as having in the game. They're speaking not for themselves. They're speaking for us. For our nation. And we've seen, you know, plenty of, on plenty of occasions. Now, look, I thought Donald Trump's speech... Uh, I guess this morning, this afternoon, whatever, I watched it on YouTube. I thought it was great. It's what I would expect from one of our leaders. Basically along the lines of, hey, all of our, you know, we droned this guy. Uh, the Iran Iranian regime sent some rockets over. All of our people are good. He's throttling back, which... You would never expect that from him, given that he said, he was just saying he was going to fucking, you know, select 52 sites and bomb the shit out of everybody and, you know, target cultural sites. He was making very outrageous claims, like very grave claims, like, okay, you're going to do this? Well, how are you going to do this? You're going to do this with your, the forces that we have put under your charge. That's a huge responsibility. This nation's youth and their military 
that will do anything you say because you are the commander-in-chief. They're going to do they're going to do your bidding. You better be very careful the jobs that you assign to them. That's how I feel. I say that as a guy who served in peacetime 25 years ago. It's a big deal, man. Take it really seriously. Convey that you're taking it seriously. When you're purposing our military men and women out there to do your bidding and to solve your problems, using them as an instrument, pushing them around on a chessboard, you know? We have sent our men and women into battle plenty of times in the past. Sometimes, you know, I mean, I understand that sometimes you think you it's the right thing to do and sometimes you make mistakes. Listen, we made some mistakes. We lost some battles. We fucking killed some of our, our own guys and gals. We uh, brutalized people and countries and left them to fucking fester out there. We've, we've uh, executed two coup d'etats. Were they in the best interest of the American people? Uh, do, do we do them for all the right reasons? Shit, I don't know. I'm not a fucking spook. Uh, damn CIA, FBI, whoever, you know, cloak and dagger guy. I'm just some fucking, somebody's dad, some chiropractor, you know, husband, a citizen, a friend. But, you know, we need to do the right things. And I know that we fucked up in the past, and we should not fuck up. You should take it very seriously when you stand up there. Don't say, "Oh, we're gonna go and we're gonna selected, we're gonna selected 52 places for the 52 hostages, and uh, including cultural site." Oh, so you're gonna up the ante? You're gonna say that you're gonna do basically commit war crimes? Yeah, they're fucking war crimes. Nobody does that. Nobody behaves like that. At least nobody that I would associate with. That's not the America that I know and love that I signed up to fight for. That's not something that I would stand by and watch. So if some like back to you know my point, if you if you're wondering who's going to do the right thing or who's going to stand up, speak out, it's you. You know, this we. We teach our children better. We know the difference between right and wrong. We've lived for 30, 40, 50, 70 years on this earth. And we know the difference between right and wrong. You don't need to be reading the good book or or have any formal learning, teaching, have a fucking PhD to understand the difference between right and wrong. It's not how you treat people. It's a golden rule. Treat people the way that you want to be treated. So let's do that. You know, that's what I try to do every day. And I know a shitload of people. I succeed in that. I fuck up sometimes, but... Nah, I mean, I... I, I think basic human Basic human cognition involves understanding. Just learning from your mistakes. I'm not going to do that again. Oh, that was a wrong move. I should never have done that. I paid for that. I mistreated somebody. Oh, I regret that. Well, now you're... 70 years old, Trump. So don't act like a chump. Act like a Trump. You know? You're expecting excellence from the people who would run your companies, your kids, hopefully. You know, you have expectations for them. You know, 
how do you get them to do things and and succeed in life? Leadership by example, hopefully, right? You teach them. Okay, this is what we do. This is how we how we function. This is my been my success and my father's and his father's and my mother's and all these people had influence on me and and the result is I've got all this. I'm fortunate to have all this. I've tasted some success in life. So this is how you behave. This is how you conduct yourself. And he kind of acts like an asshole, you know. I, it's not my imagination, is it? He acts like a fucking asshole. And so. I am proud of him for the the speech this afternoon, or today. He did a great freaking job. He actually listens to to his advisors, throttled back on the, uh, you know, the the talk of war and bombing and harming other people. And therefore, maybe he thinks the thing will cool down, you know. Maybe not. Maybe Iran, Iran... Maybe their people will remember this, and and the fact that we uh, droned their, you know, basically their top general, who's, I mean, you can say that he people didn't like him, or he had blood on his hands from Iraqis and, and Iranis and Afghanis and all that shit. I saw a video about that. But, um, you know, he had thousands, tens of thousands, maybe a million people or more, at his funeral, and so many that there was a friggin' um, there was a stampede, and people died. Like forty people died because there was just fucking they were on top of each other trying to get be part of this thing, right? That sucks, right? Then a plane goes down, a passenger plane going to Ukraine from Tehran, Iran, the capital, right? plane goes down, 170 people are died, died. So, holy shit. Not a good week for Iran, right? You know, they're under a lot of stress. Not that I really care. I just don't want them to, you know, perpetrate horrific acts on our people um, and our our citizens, our, our country, either in the Middle East or especially at home. Could you imagine... If we lived, if, if the the state over or the you know the, even the country over, like uh, Canada or something like that. Of course, Mexico's got its problems, but it's not quite to the extent of the bar, bar, barbarism that we see uh, happening in the Middle East sometimes with organizations like ISIS and the Taliban and whatever. Man, there's some horrific things that happen over there. Imagine if if our country was war torn. You know, this was happening, like, down the road. Here, we're just trying to go to work. We're trying to raise our families and get a little piece of heaven, the friggin' white picket fence and a, a dog and all the things, whatever you want. You know, we bitch about small things. There are people, you know, we're not under sanctions. Nobody's sanctioning us, right? So that we can't get all of our consumables, all our Amazon packages... Uh, dropped off on the front stoop, which I'm looking for mine. It'll come in tomorrow. Um, we got it pretty damn good. And so if we want to keep it good here, sure, we need to protect our interests and we need to, you know, you know, do whatever it takes to succeed. But along the way, you need to treat people good because somebody's going to fucking remember. 
You know, you can say that you're going to, you can kill, you know, we drone this guy. And it's like, just like in the mobster movies or Narcos, which I've watched a bit, a couple seasons of that. It's the same shit, man. It's not a unrealistic. You kill this guy, you friggin', uh, you, you kill this, this guy, this rival drug dealer or this rival politician. And, <clears throat> you know, whatever. You kill him is bad enough. But these guys are like one of the scenes that take this guy and uh, draw and quarter him between um, motorcycles or something. They fucking cut him up with a chainsaw. Whatever fucking horrific crap these drug narco-traffickers do to one another. It's some pretty bad stuff. Um, you kill this guy, the smoke might blow over. You might freaking sit high in your hog up on your hill and enjoy all your proceeds from the drugs that you sell or whatever you do, the business you conduct. But don't be surprised if when you're coming out of that cafe with your espresso in the morning or if you, you know, driving your kids to school, somebody targets you and fucking cuts your head off. You know, so you gotta be, you know, you, you gotta, um, if you're a reasonable individual, then people are going to treat you reasonably. But if you're a fucking nut job, there's no short number of people. If you fuck them over, they're going to kill you, man. They're going to make trouble. Maybe they won't kill you because you got a crazy security fucking detail, right? But what about the average American? What about our men and women in uniform over there in the Middle East? Why are they fucking over there? You know? What kind of story would the um, Russians tell us about their trying, their attempts to occupy the Middle East and all the little fuck fuck games that they played and we played, you know, fighting, uh, you know, trying to uh, turn everybody against one another over there. And we tried to fuck over the Russians by arming the rebels and the rebels became Osama bin Laden. And next thing you know, he's orchestrating attacks on our country. People don't like you when you're number one, like Tom Brady. Return to that. They don't like you when you're Tom Brady because you win all the time. America wins a lot. We've got a huge friggin' economy. We've got a huge uh, successful country. Um, we'll get to the point where pe- that just annoys people anyway, that we are a winning country, that we are at the top of the fucking heap. People want to dethrone you. They want what you have. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is, if you fuck over enough people, eventually, you know, that your dog is going to have its day. So don't treat people like that. Treat people good, help people out, be measured, be calm, articulate an idea, inspire people. You know, it was only a, um, a week or two weeks ago where there's all this impeachment crap going on with Trump and... You know, people for years now have been, uh, we've been a a nation divided and there's been talks of potential civil war and all this shit. And you can really see people just diametrically opposed views. It's your business. It's your business as the leader of this nation to bring people together. If he did that, this guy would go down, despite all of his little idiosyncrasies and glaring abnormalities, 
this freaking country would be the path to his door. We would freaking put monuments about him and name everything. He wouldn't have to name his his own hotels, you know, or label, put his insignia on them, you know, brand it. We'd fucking brand it for him. We He'd take his success to a whole new level. And he can still do that, you know. Keep making decisions like you did today and speeches and, and, and um, making wise decisions in, that are in the best interest of your populace, you know, and our interests. No wacky shit. And you can get a second term. And shit, you might get my vote. But don't act like a fuckhead. All right, my friend, I love him. But he's giving me grief because I'm uh, besmirching, you know, talking shit about the president. Well, you know, I try to keep quiet, but guy's a kind of an asshole, right? It's not even a fucking, it's, it's, it's been a known quantity for so long now that it's like, all right, let's, let's be real. This guy's a fucking idiot. You know, he does stupid shit. He's a, he's a risk, you know? So hopefully today is the, uh, the first step in his altering the course of history in the positive. Let's see how the next couple days go. Love and respect, Bobby.